Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, sorry for the dead air. I forgot to turn my mic on. Whoopsie. Uh, let's turn off the background. There we go. Uh, gee, it might help if I put this on. Good evening and welcome to the broadcast. Uh, In lieu of the winter storm that we are being slammed with uh, here in the Northeast, I am foregoing my usual talking points uh, because, truth be told, this is not something you want to, you know, use talking points for. This is a very serious storm we're dealing with. I went out and took some video and believe me when I tell you, it was just starting. I decided to walk up the hill and as I walked up the hill, course, you know, nobody, you know, nobody's uh, shoveling or anything like that because it's just starting out. And as I proceeded to make my way, however, uh, oh, excuse me, good grief! I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't really taken a power nap for tonight's broadcast, so I'm going to be yawning an awful lot. Um. As I proceeded to do so, you know, make my way, um, I watched where I put my feet, and I took the same path, same, basically the same route back uh, to get to the stu- back to the to my home studio here. Uh, in doing so, however, I noticed that my footprints from the initial walk up were already being filled in completely on the way back. And that was only within a five-minute period. Five-minute period. Now, folks, they're expecting anywhere from 12 to 20 inches of snow. That's the current update as it stands. By the time this storm finishes tomorrow, parts of the Hudson Valley, where I am especially, could see, is going to see in at least two feet of snow. No, a little more than two feet of snow. And I ain't exactly thrilled with that. 
It is a very now Cherokee Rose. I said I, I did say hi to Cherokee Rose uh, by way of chat, but I'm going to say it verbally here. So hello, hello, the young lady. I've got Mike from Louisiana and Gunslinger in the chat room. Hopefully they're on the phone lines with me uh, shortly. Um, yeah, that's a lot of snow. Trust me. In less than five minutes, my 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 footsteps going up to the main road were covered by the time. I got back down to head back to my house. And that's less than five minutes. Five minutes. And, they're, and, the, and the walk up is already filled in. I'm telling you, folks, this storm is expected to be a doozy. Some areas are not going to get hit as hard as, uh, as we are here. Uh, but we are going to get hit pretty hard. We're going to get nailed. We're going to get hammered. Um, to put it in the in a in a very uh, unusual vernacular, this storm is crucif- is going to crucify us, and it's got the hammer and the nails. Okay, it's got the hammer and the freaking nails. Um. I'll tell you what, I'm going to, I'll tell you, I forgot to unplug my phone. Uh, I hope I didn't break that. I really hope I didn't break it, you know, the power connection. Let's see here. Oh, let me uh, see what's happening here on the... Phone line front. Okay, the phone lines are clear, so I, I have I have a moment to do this. goes according to plan. Sorry to keep quiet for a second there. Uh, that was That's my fault. The mic was on. I just wasn't speaking. Terrible of me to do that. That's what I get for trying to do things the old-fashioned way. Oh, jeez. Getting back to what I was starting to say here, um, 
the the very fact that this storm is coming down as heavy as it is, uh, it, it's it's going to impact a lot of travel, and it's going to make things dangerous as hell. Now I'm I don't have boots. I haven't owned a pair of boots in probably twelve or thirteen years. Partly because every time I have the money to go and get them, I end up spending the money on something more needed, for lack of a better way of putting it. So unfortunately, I have been really up the creek without a paddle and no boat to row. Ouch. Anyway. So this storm has really, you know, been doing. It's 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 been going coming down for about the last, I'd say probably two and a half hours, three hours tops, and it's really coming down out there. I mean, the wind is the wind is biting. It's um. That's the problem with this storm. It's a biting wind also because it's the the actual temperature. Okay, the the physical temperature, the, the, the actual the boy, I can talk. And of course, everything else is getting in the way. Now, it's 22 degrees here in in my neck of the woods. 22 degrees. All right? That fast? Uh, yeah, that fast. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> don't mind me, folks. You know, this is what this is what happens when you live broadcast. Everything that can go strangely does. And Gunslinger is on the line with me. How you doing, Gun? Well, at least today, twenty-two degrees outside here. It's um, forty-one, I think. Was trying to bring it up. I'll take forty-one over twenty-two any day. <laughs> but there is hope in the in well, the next week. Sweet. We're supposed to be up in the upper sixties next week. Upper sixties. Oops, I take that back. It's thirty-one out. Oh yeah. Dropped a few. Just updated on you, huh? Yeah, updated. <laughs> now check this out. It's twenty-two degrees outside, but the feel-like temperature is. Eight degrees above. Lovely. Yeah. So we are looking. Now, I I just got another update on the information regarding this storm. I'll take it from my cell phone because it'll be easier. Folks, again, this is going to affect not just the Hudson Valley, but, you know, the Northeast in general. So here goes nothing. Uh, Now, this winter storm warning is going to remain in effect until 1 p.m. Thursday afternoon. Uh, Trust me when I say it is heavy snow outside. Uh, Storm total snow accumulations of anywhere between 10 and 20 inches 
where I'm where I am located right now, they are expecting uh, the maximum around 20 inches. By the time it's all said and done tomorrow, we could be seeing 22 to 24 inches of snow. Two fucking feet of this stuff. Heaviest amounts near 20 inches will be in a band from the northern Catskills to the Hudson Valley just south of Albany. Guess where I am? Hudson Valley, just south of Albany. Uh, Amounts of 10 inches or more will fall across the entire region, including southern Vermont, northwestern Connecticut, east-central New York, and western Massachusetts. As I said, this this should, uh, Lord willing, and and the creek don't rise, Uh, Hopefully, this storm will end by around 1 p.m. tomorrow. Um, The travel could be difficult, if not impossible, because hazardous conditions could impact the morning commute. So listen to me, folks. If the roads look like they're slicker than owl shit on a doorknob, stay the fuck home. Seriously. I'm not trying to be cruel. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm stating a fact, and I'm being blunt. Stay the fuck off the roads. Let the, the Sanders and Salters do their thing and let, the, and let the plows do their thing. All right? If you attempt to go to work, call your boss and say, look, this storm fucked me over. I'm not going to make it. I'm pretty sure your boss will understand. Now, if you work from home, it's a, it, it's a win-win. You don't have to even bother commuting. All right? Mike from the... Cajun country just just called in. Uh, so, howdy, Mike. Now, howdy, who? there's additional details. Hmm? I see you say hi, that's all. Oh, okay. okay. Now, there's additional information on this, uh, on this storm. Snowfall will be heaviest late this evening over the mid-Hudson Valley. Right where I'm at. Beautiful. Uh, and heaviest late tonight and early Thursday morning, farther north from the northern Catskills through the Capital District, the Berkshires, and southern Vermont. Snowfall rates of two inches per hour can be expected at times. All right. Now, folks, I, I hope you did what I suggested and took my advice to heart. Because it even says it right here, which is common sense. You know, personally, I, I tell you to stay off the roads. Don't travel, period. Not in a storm like this. Your life's more important. Your life is worth more than, than say, going to the office just, you know, just to file papers or sit there in an office and your 11 o'clock meeting isn't showing up because the storm socked them in. Or you find out you're the only person that arrives at the office and the doors are closed. Um, 
you know, I'm going to skip this because the storm's already in progress, and it's so it's 10:22 at night. I don't think anybody's stupid enough to go out in this in this crap. Although the video that I'm going to attempt sharing with you, um, this this stuff, I kid you not. Really is. Uh, hang on a second. I've got to fix the. Uh, I got to mute the sound. <clears throat> now this video that I'm going to share was taken at around 7:51 p.m. tonight. So let me see if I can. Uh, uh, let me see here. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes, yes. Power DVD. Thank you. Now, I'm going to restart this thing. I'm going to go back. To, I'm going to back this puppy up. There we go. Uh, maybe I better move my uh, head out of the way. Right now, you'll notice there is a date and timestamp on the video. All right. Um, folks, for those of you to see this video, you, you're, you're going to need to see it uh, on one of the video platforms. Um, if you don't want to look at it tonight. Uh, look at it tomorrow when it's uploaded to where because this this broadcast, as all my broadcasts, uh, will be uploaded to Rumble.com. So you'll be able to see it there. Now, I'm just walking at this point. I'm walking through the the parking lot of of where I live. And just now, as as you may have noticed, I had to turn my back because the wind was blowing the snow right in my face, and it was freezing cold. I mean, we're talking about when the snow hit my face, it felt like somebody was hitting me with uh, with rather minute particle particles of uh, sawdust. I kid you not. This was this was no picnic. Um. Now again, I left my my door at approximately 7:50, 7:51 Eastern Time. Uh, you see the hours, minute, and seconds on on the on the video stamp. This is the beauty of, thank God for for apps that have it. I'm glad I found it. Um, now. You can see the snow literally falling around me, but unfortunately, due to the the snowstorm, uh, because of the snow and everything, the 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 video is a little blurry, and at times it looks grainy. But that's actually the snow passing in front of the lens. All right, so. Trust me when I say this storm is coming in. It's, it's even snowing harder now than it was uh, approximately 
two hours ago, give or take. So it's coming down pretty fast. Um, now, of course, I've had to try. I, I in the course of doing this, I tried to make several adjustments. Um, wasn't easy though, because the device I'm using for this is called a FlexiView. It's it goes around. You, you put it all around your neck. And your cell phone is mounted on this. It's almost it's like a self it's like a selfie stick without without being the selfie stick. Um, one of the problems of a storm of this type is it, it tends to be um, mild starting out, but this. It started out with heavy snow almost immediately. Now, as we, as as I start moving closer to the roadway, uh, in fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to advance the video just a little bit. Um, because, one, I, I want to get to the roadway itself. Now, unfortunately, as I said, it is blurry, and you can see the snow coming down. Um, I can't believe there were people out driving in this crap. But as you can see, the, the snow is coming at the camera, so it's making it a little, a little bit uh, blurred. But you can make out what's out there. Um... <laughs> Usually, now right down on the left-hand side, you can see it's blurry, but you see Christmas lights. That's actually the, a little store that's right next to the complex I live in. So that store was closed already. Uh, I suspect they closed early because of the storm. I'll find out at some point tomorrow if they're open. I'll call. I'm going to call them first to make sure they're there. I'm not going to walk out of my front door and risk sliding and falling on my ass. Uh, no. <laughs> but this this literally, um, this storm, for all intents and purposes, uh, I'll advance the video a little more. And if you can make out where the snow is coming, how the snow is coming down, um, from the you know from the, the street lamps there, unfortunately you can't because of the blurriness. But basically, what you're seeing is the roads are covered already, the sidewalks are covered already, and trust me, it's a bitch. It is a bitch out there. Now, I'm going to go from showing that video to inter to showing you a picture. Let's see if I can uh, if I can get some still photos here. Oh, I'm definitely showing this. Um, 
took a selfie on my way back to the studio. And, uh, well, I was outside in this crap. And, uh, of course, I'm going the wrong direction. So now let's see here. Uh, There we go. The snow was literally covering me up. Okay? Yes, that is me. In all of that camouflage and snow, 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 snow. Well, it wasn't long before I had all that damn snow. Ugh. But yeah, I can safely say. Yeah. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. Well, he might have been, but I wasn't. <laughs> um, but this storm is is hitting Pennsylvania. It is hitting. Uh, it's in Massachusetts. It's hitting all over the place. This storm is, and this is going to be going on all fucking night. Oh, trust me. Now, let's see if I can... Ah, here it is. For one of them, anyway. Take a look at this image, those of you watching on the platforms. Um... You see on the left, that's my footprint on the way up. And if you look over here, you can see my footprint on the way back. Uh, As a matter of fact, I should have a better shot of that. Ah, there it is. Let me zoom in on this. Look at this. Again, this is this is the print that I made on the way up. And that's my footprint on the way back. You can see where the footprints are being filled in are in 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 the short space of time they literally were being filled in. Now, I said it was 5 minutes. It was actually more like 10-15 minutes. And they were filling them and the the, the the shoes were the, the footprints were being filled up already for the way up. When I looked out the window here at the studio just moment just a little while ago, the footprints that I made going out of the building were gone. They're completely gone. This storm is coming in hard and fast. Yuck. Uh, and if anybody thinks I'm going to go back out there to take more video and pictures and shit, fuck no, I ain't doing that. I'm nice and warm. I'm happy inside. It's comfy and 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 stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, Cherokee, Ro- Cherokee Rose, I, I agree with you because Cherokee Rose just said, wow, footprints were, were being covered up quickly. 
that's the speed by which this storm is traveling. That's that is how fast it's coming down out there. Uh, it literally is a nightmare of a of a night. So, the soldier Santa basically is looking at yikes. <clears throat> So all I can say is, guys, I didn't want to go out there, really, but first major snowfall of, of the year for this for this winter. Mm-mm-mm. Not funny, not fun. So how are you guys doing? Uh, Mike, how are you doing down there in, in, the Cajun st- in, in the Cajun country? You know, we're good. We're good. I mean, it's in the mid-50s here, and, you know, we're good. It's like, I'd like to have snow, but not like you're getting it, you know. And we sell. Uh, we sell no, you them. definitely don't. Yeah. There's only <clears throat> there's only one way I would put up with that kind of snow. Okay, if I had a cabin up there in the woods somewhere, and two hot blondes, yeah, two hot young blondes, plenty of firewood. <clears throat> oh wait a minute, they'd be the firewood. Oh hell, forget about that. That's the only way I'd put up with. <laughs> Gunslinger, knowing you, you'd have three blondes in, your, in, in the cabin. More the merrier. <laughs> and there'd be enough friction to keep you warm, so I wouldn't be too worried about it. Yeah, there'd be so much fucking friction there. It'd melt the fucking snow off the damn roof. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say, could be... Let's see here. Don't mind me, fellas. I'm kind of kind of forgetting to do stuff around here. Oh, that wind is biting and blowing like crazy. Snow against my windows. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of white Christmas up in my neck of the woods, we could very well have just that. Because <laughs> they're calling for more snow just before, right around Christmas time. So. Nice. Oh. <laughs> hey. We don't get very many uh, Christmases with snow on the ground. And uh, it's a shame, really. But Mother Nature also has a nasty propensity for when we bitch and whine about it too much. She will turn around and go, Okay, fine. You want a white Christmas? You got it. Lots and lots of snow. Yeah, here it goes. <laughs> I don't most most like you know, 
I don't want to, I don't want to insult uh, our friend there on Periscope, uh, late a lovely lady there on Periscope. Like most ladies, Mother Nature at times can be well a bitch. Oh yeah, I can definitely <laughs> agree with that. See, uh, she reminds me of my ex-wife in a way. Yes, sir. And 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 and, uh, and and I can tell you that with certainty because, see, when my ex-wife used to get awful nasty, rotten, mean, and ornery, my my ex-wife would look at me and she'd go, "Fine." That's all she would say, and then she'd slam the bedroom door. Mother Nature isn't too far removed from my ex-wife. When we complain about not having had a white Christmas in a long, long time, she turns around and says, So you want a white Christmas, do you? Okay, fine. Here it comes. You're going to get it, and you're going to get a lot of it. So there. And she sl- and then she'll slam the perver- the 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 the, cl- the 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 door to the clouds, and she'll send every ounce that she can muster up against us. Trust me, this is a this is a prelude to Christmas. I I, I don't I don't like the idea of being dumped on, but what are you gonna do? You know, sometimes with. You know, sometime within the next week or so, that movie is going to come on one of the movie channels. White Christmas. What? Well, I'm going to be I'm going to be showing that on Vaughn Dot Live as part of the annual Christmas Christmas Yule Log broadcast. Oh, I'm going to be showing a lot of Christmas stuff on on Christmas Eve. When the when the first mo- when the first animated uh, production airs, it'll be I'm going to start off with a Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes, folks, Christmas Eve is going to be a traditional classic Yule log with all your Christmas music favorites, including beforehand a lot, and I do mean a lot of really great films. To start your, you know, to start your Christmas holiday off with a bang. All right. Now I'll tell you what. If you think, if you think for one minute I'm a kid, I'll plug in my external hard drive. I will go to the. Okay. Here goes. As far as the animation is concerned, it'll be a Charlie Brown Christmas, followed by how the animated version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And then we follow it with Frosty the Snowman. And then, and then, and then... And then along came the snow. Oh, sorry. 
and then followed by Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. Yes, indeedy. Gotta have those. Those nice little animations. Okay. And, of course, before that all kicks in, I'm going to be putting out, before the actual Yule Log goes in, the Soldier Santa is going to have a few songs of his own, that he, uh, music videos, that he put out, at least one or two. It'll, it'll, be, it'll start with Frosty the Snowman, and then Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And then I'll finish off my video collect my video uh, uh, in, in my videos with a country style version of Silent Night. Ah, uh, but it gets better, folks. Christmas Eve is going to be a Firefox News Online Yule Log broadcast. But what would it be without these great classic? Film. Oh, and by the way, um, I'm also going to include Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol in the amongst the animation. I almost almost forgot about that one. So yes, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol is also included in the animations before my music videos. All right, but now there is the classic films the first two films will be back to back presentations because they star they star Bing Crosby but these films in their original black and white star Bing Crosby as the lovable priest Father Chuck O'Malley the first film that he did in that as that character was 1950, 1944's Going My Way, followed a year later, followed a year later by The Bells of St. Mary's, where he, where, he reprised, where he reprised the role of Father Chuck O'Malley. Now, also in the amongst the classic movies that will be presented, Miracle on 34th Street. It's a wonderful life, and it'll be topped off with White Christmas, starring Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. So trust me when I say this stuff is gonna make your Christmas feel like it did in the days of old. And trust me, I'm get, I must be an old person to know to remember all this stuff, you know. Well, I tell you, you gotta be awfully old and decrepitated and remember this stuff like I am. Oh shit! Hold on a second. Gotta learn to be more careful with that stuff. <laughs> and. Uh, then of course, after all the the animation and the movies, you'll you'll I'll present three of my music videos, and 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 I'm sorry I'm going to apologize in advance, folks. 
everybody says I can sing, and I and 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 it's people that 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 yeah, well, yeah, I can sing. It's just that I don't I don't really like to perform publicly. That's why I recorded the videos. But you did not hear that from me. And then, of course, the Christmas Yule log after my music videos will 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 be it will will be is gonna go that'll go all night into Christmas Day, and when Christmas Day at midnight becomes the day after Christmas, it will be ended off the air, done kaput fini. Now, here's the problem for that weekend. Okay. Just so you're aware, Christmas Eve falls on a regular nightly broadcast for me. So the regular broadcast of Firefox News Online is being preempted with with the Firefox News Online Yule Log broadcast. And it's going to be presented only on one video platform. I will not present it on the others. Well, actually, maybe I will present it on at least Vaughn, Twitch, and DLive. And Trovo. I won't put it on Periscope because Periscope will take it down so fast it'll make your head spin. Real quick, George, if you look in the chat room, there's a there's my favorite uh, Christmas um, card. Take a look. <laughs> Your favorite Christmas card. Okay. I'm afraid to look at this, but okay. Let's take a sneak peek. Uh, open sesame. <laughs> okay, Gunslinger, you asked for it. Folks, let me show you what Gunslinger shared with me just now. I mean, this is unbelievable. And in fact, I'm going to have to zoom in on it just a tiny bit. There. Wait till you see this. For for those of you listening by way of the internet radio side, I will, in fact, read the card and and give a description. Kind of like what President Roosevelt did with the fireside uh, reading of the funny papers. Well, it's Santa in his sleigh. And he's got and he's got his reindeer all hooked up, and he's getting ready to rock and roll, you know, head out and do his thing on Christmas Eve. Uh, but one of the reindeer kind of went a little overboard. Oh, that felt so good! Whip me, whip me harder! Pull my reins hard, you fat bastard! <laughs> I am definitely in need of a vacation now. I 
me. Well, I, hate, I, hate, I, had, I had to tell you. Where, I have to tell you where I got that. It's one from. It's from one. It's from one of my favorite BDSM sites. Yeah. Don't matter to me where you got it from, Gun. It's funny as hell. I like it. I might actually download it. Couple, cu- couple things here, George. You know, you know that at some point in the next few, in the next week or so, one of these channels is going to play, of course, uh, uh, Die Hard, of course, calling it a Christmas movie. But that's neither here nor there. They got to play it at some point. And two, there's on the animation side, there's one, there's an animation that is maybe not so good of an animation in terms of its content, but it's an animation that I tend to watch every year. And this is this thing called Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm definitely going to have that in there. I, I I didn't give away everything I'm going to be playing. But I, I, lo- I love also, that thing. I mean, and what's funny about that is that 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 got made from off of a song. It was a song before it was a cartoon. Yeah, that song goes back a long time. The song, uh, I think it was Elmo and Patsy. Mm-hmm. I did that, and yeah, it was made into an animated, uh, an animated presentation, which I I don't have, unfortunately. Um, maybe next year I'll have it. And you know, you know, also with the Grinch thing. Uh, what was it? A couple of days ago, I was flipping around, and guess what? I landed on FX, and on FX was a 3D version of The Grinch. It was called Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. You know, uh, and it was, and it, it basically stuck stuck pretty much to the storyline. You know. You had the Grinch, you had Cindy Lou Who, you had, you know, Whoville, all all that stuff. It's it stuck to the storyline and it looked very good, you know. Uh, so yeah, they had that going on and also, well, I did I do like to watch when it does come on the uh the one that was made with uh what's his name from from the mask and Ace Ventura, and you know how the Grinch stole Christmas uh, with uh, I'm blanking on his name now. Like I said, from the mask and from uh, Ace Ventura. You're talking about uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah. And don't forget, he anyway, also yeah. did Bruce but, Almighty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, one of the, two other items that I'm going to be in, adding to that before the actual Yule log, when the Yule log starts, before the music begins, uh, there's going to be two things that are that that have to be at, put in there 
One is towards the night before Christmas, a reading of that, followed by uh, the story of when Christ was born, uh, and that will be taken. That will that will be read as well. Now, the reason I do that is because a lot of folks. Uh, and I'm and I'm sorry to have to say this, America, but a lot of you out there, not everyone, not, not every American, but a, you know, a good chunk of you, sit out there and forget the true reason for the season. It's not about the Christmas tree, or the presents under the tree, or the lights you hang in the window. Or even guys like me with the soldier Santa look. Okay? It's about that little boy born to a carpenter and his mother with a destiny. A destiny to save us. Most people say... He was born to save us from ourselves. Yeah. So that's why I include that very uh, story in there. Um, That's one item that I will be doing myself this year. I am going to actually record that um, at some point during the course of tomorrow. I will be recording uh, both items, in fact. It was the night before Christmas and the story of the birth of Christ. Because the recordings I had for them, I lost over the years. Over the last couple of years, I don't, I couldn't, I, I had a system crash in one of my computers, and everything got lost. I've only, in the last, in the last year, been able to rebuild everything. Luckily, the system crashed after Christmas Eve, after the Christmas Eve broadcast, so I didn't lose it until after the fact. It's just that I, you know, I hate to lose stuff like that, you know. All right, guys, we've been talking about this long enough. I think it's time we we do what we do to do 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 to do 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 to do 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 to do 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 do. And by the way, earlier today, just to let everybody know, and it's being up, it's up, it's being uploaded to the Rumble.com page. I will. Post informa- I'll post the link and information regarding it uh, a little, you know, in tom- at some point tomorrow once it's finished finalizing, because uh, it takes time to do that, and I don't mind it takes time, because quite simply put, uh, when when you have, you know good quality video to present 
you want things to take time so it doesn't get so the file doesn't corrupt in, in the loading process and things like that. So I think Rumble does it purposely for that reason. Uh, and it was just recently, in the last couple of days, thanks to the email for address for uh, Rumble support uh, coming up on my on my screen, I was able to contact them and say, "Help! Can't upload videos. I've got broadcasts that I've done, and I can't show them because I can't load them. Please help." Respectfully, the FFNO IBN. Also, the location where I'm trying to send this stuff. Well, guess what? I uploaded three shows, no, four shows, I take that back, in one sitting. So December 9th, 10th, 14th, and 15th are currently on Rumble.com. I did post the links to that stuff uh, earlier today on Facebook and, of course, on MeWe and Parlor and Gab. So trust me, if you haven't seen those shows or you missed them, go see them. Not right now, though. No, not, not yet. Tomorrow. During the day, one, you're snowed in. One, one more thing about the Christmas movies. There's a non-traditional Christmas movie that, ever since a couple, a few years, like four or five years ago, that I've started to watch pretty religiously. It's called this thing called Santa's Sleigh. It's sort of a horror schlock movie, but it's a non-traditional Christmas movie. So. I, I tend to watch that. I'm going to have to watch it again. It's, it's a fun movie to watch. You know. What's it called? You know, Santa's Sleigh. I mean, it's got some pretty uh-huh. big guys in it. Robert Cope and Fran Drescher and, you know, Dave Thomas, Chris Catan. You know. You know. Uh, right, well, maybe I'll check it out. Okay. Let's get on Maybe with the I'll show. Check that out. Yeah, but I'm trying to do that. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Good grief, man. Oh, oh, better, better yet, better yet. Uh, what was the intro to the old Looney Tunes cartoon about the uh, they doing the show and all all that stuff? But anyway, Looney Tunes. Whatever. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> All right. I have now. I have just submitted the video to Rumble, so it is on its way to going through the finalization mill. Once it's ready, I will post the link. And share this. This was this this uh, video that I'm talking about. This was the uh, 
Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee hearing on the um, oh dirty name come on quit doing that to me Okay, fine. I'll put the date in the description. I'll make make my life a little bit more difficult than it needs to be. I'll show you a thing or three. If it doesn't work that time... I don't know what else to do. But anyway, yeah, the uh, the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee uh, held a hearing uh, on the the uh, on the on on the election regarding the uh, irregularities. And I swear to God, the Democrats are so fucking stupid. You know. They kept saying they, they're still throwing that tired narrative out about Russian collusion. Can you believe it? They're actually doing that again. Or was it the Republicans throwing it in their face? I don't know. I tried to keep up, but it was like, how do you how do you know who the players are without a, without a fucking scorecard? But uh, it was. It, it, it was on it, the, the hearing was was titled "Examining Irregularities in the 2020 Election." Now, I will say this, folks: the uh, the hearing I caught it a, a few minutes late because I was not aware that this hearing was taking place. But I caught it as fast as I I, I got on the air with it as quickly as I could, and. With the exception of maybe missing the first 10 or 15 minutes, uh, I got pretty much the, the whole thing, pretty much all everything else. So, uh, again, once this is all finished, all said and done, uh, I will endeavor to <clears throat> put post the links, and this way you know where to go to check it out if you want. I would I would suggest doing that. As it was uh, to say the least, Senator Johnson, uh, chairman of the committee, uh, he he gave better than 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 the Democrats tried to give to give to him. I mean he, he oof, don't want to get on his bad side. Oh no. Now, of course, Congress I got a little news here on the on the on the economic stimulus package. According to One American News Network, lawmakers come closer to passing an economic stimulus package. 
Now, on Tuesday, Congress met to discuss the contents of a bipartisan bill that was introduced earlier this week. Now, the $748 billion bill would include funding for the Paycheck Protection Program, as well as a $300 a weekly boost to unemployment benefits. I think it's in the oven being baked as we speak, said Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina. He also said, and I hope it comes out soon. Meanwhile, lawmakers scrapped a $160 billion add-on, which would provide aid to local governments and business liability protection. Instead, Congress is looking at using the money to send a second round of stimulus checks to Americans. Though a number has not been confirmed, Republican negotiators have proposed a $600 stimulus check, or about half the amount sent under the CARES Act earlier this year. Still, this marks a victory for both Democrats and Republicans, as many lawmakers said stimulus checks must be included to get their approval. I'm not going to vote for any COVID relief if it does not include direct assistance to working families. I don't care what else is in it. It does not have my support. This was Senator Josh Hawley, Republican from Missouri, making that statement. Congress continued negotiations Wednesday and vowed to stay on Capitol Hill until a deal gets passed. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican from Kentucky, said the American people need more help. It's that simple. Further, targeted relief is now months overdue. You ain't kidding. McConnell added that vaccine distribution money is necessary in addition to a re-up of the Paycheck Protection Program to save jobs. We need to continue to provide for laid-off Americans. Congressional leaders on both sides are going to continue until we get this done. This is according to Mitch McConnell. While lawmakers continue negotiations on an economic stimulus bill, Congress is racing to pass a government spending bill for 2021 to avoid a government shutdown. Lawmakers have until Friday to pass spending legislation. So here we have... um, In, in, in what seems to be a uh, a situation where the, where they may have a deal soon, uh, they better get it done before President Trump leaves office. That's all I can say. So this way he hasn't. This way, it would be another star on his on his report card. You know. Because if he signs it, that's a star on his report card. If he doesn't, he's going to piss off a lot of people. But let's look at this realistically. 
it's it's closer now than it has been for for a few months. The only thing that that is going to make things a little more difficult is uh, the Republican negotiators are proposing a six hundred dollars stimulus check, which is half the amount uh, that was sent under the CARES Act earlier this year. Um, with so many people out of work and with so many folks trying to make ends meet, I think that using, giving the same amount as last time would be would be a more prudent uh, response rather than, you know, half the amount that, that they're talking about. Now, I can understand, the, you know, the Republicans want to Try to conserve, try to not use it so much of the taxpayers' money, but again, this is going. A lot of this money is going back to the taxpayers, so it's it's going to help them, not hurt them. Um, and the states that want money, uh, and and, and uh, States like here in New York, and then I'll get to you guys. I'll, I'll see what you guys think. Um, Governor Cuomo wants money from the government, from the federal government, only for one reason: because he and the Democrats in the legislature, and so forth, fucked up the budget. They fudged the fucking books, and they want a bailout. Well, Cuomo's going to raise taxes. He's raising taxes. He's already made that clear. States that fuck up their books and know they fucked it up should not be bailed out by the federal government. People who are right now suffering because they can't make ends meet financially a stimulus check would be a good thing. Preferably the same as the, the same amount as last time, but we'll have to see what happens. Currently People with SNAP benefits are receiving additional benefits in order to be able to feed their families and as individuals like myself so that we have food in the house. Okay? Uh, The bottom line is eventually that's going to run out. Eventually that will run out. Uh, When it does... If it does and when it does, you know, it was nice while it lasted and helped a lot. But I think right now a stimulus check for the people, especially for the people that need it most, would be a really good idea. And don't change the amount from the last time. Use the same amount this time. Don't cut it in half. You cut it in half. $600 doesn't go very far in this already stretched economy. 
All right, Gunslinger, I'll start with you, and then I'll grab Mike's comments. Yeah, you're right. Six hundred dollars for any family that it wouldn't go very far, you know. Was you know bills and water bills, electric bills, and insurance, car and car insurance, and all that shit. Uh, yeah, that, that don't go very far. But as for you know, I think I heard somewhere I read a story today. I think it was today that Piglosi wants some uh, stimulus money to go to these goddamn illegal aliens. <laughs> when there's when there's what tens of millions of Americans out of work because of this fucking China bug. Thank you, bug. Or thank you, China. <laughs> yeah, thank you, bug, both. Okay. Uh, for fucking up the country. Okay. And this bitch wants to give wants to give money to people that are not even fucking citizens. <laughs> what the... I mean, what the fuck? I mean, I, this, this is just mind-boggling. These... These fuckheads will sit there and side with people that are not citizens, but yet me or you that are citizens, we get to go fuck ourselves. Okay, <laughs> man, these people should have been drug out of that out of them offices a long time ago and horse whipped for even even thinking of, of that. But these these you see they they right out right out in the open. Yeah, we're gonna give stimulus money to these illegal aliens. They're not even fucking American citizens. Uh, number one, that you, that's a traitor. You're you're being you're committing uh, treason against this country when you do that, and you're an anti-American. Don't these fuckers go over there to these countries? They they love these motherfuckers a goddamn much. Okay, this is ridiculous. You know, go ahead. Oh, absolutely, it's insanity. I mean, if Pelosi wants money for illegal aliens. That she could take it out of her own wallet, not out of the taxpayer's coffer. Hell no. They don't belong here. Oh, and by the way, Cuomo is signing a bill into is going to sign a bill into law if he hasn't done so already. Uh, that basically set, makes it illegal. Listen to this, guys. Makes it illegal for federal immigration agents to come into New York and snatch up illegals. <coughs> anyway, uh, Mike, what do you th- what do you th- what's your thoughts on the uh, on the illegal well, uh, on the, illegal, on the uh, well, you know what, what, what we're talking originally talking about. Yeah, first off, with Pelosi. Her optimum situation was is to get a bill passed, is, is to hold up the bill long enough for until Joe Biden can get possibly get into office, where then she'll pass it and have him sign it, and he can take the because he could take the. Uh, but that's not going to work. But that's that would be her optimum situation. And look, you can't trust that bitch because. She's the same one, right, that has a $10,000 refrigerator with designer ice cream in it. It's almost like, oh, let them eat cake, right? You know, oh, we're going to we're gonna give you $600. Now, yeah, granted, that's the, that's, 
the the the, uh, the the Republicans cut it in half, but she, being the majority leader, she has to uh, not the majority, the Speaker of the House, she has to sign off on it, right? And she looks like looks like she's ready to sign off on this thing. So, so yeah, it, it's like she's telling them to let them eat cake, and and like you said, don't cut it in half. You'd be smart to make it, you know, if you don't want to make it, if you don't want to make it more, just make it the same amount as last time. Like you said, George, you know, $1,200. You know, you get $1,200 to, to uh, uh, you know, you know in, in that household, if you have two parents, two, probably both of them are working, so that's, that's uh what twenty four hundred dollars coming into that household, you know. So you know you got that going on. So you know you got that, and then of course you know you got you got your fuckhead. Uh, this is the this is the other situation you just spoke about, the fuckhead that is King Cuomo the Heine, you know, that oh we're gonna do this this and this and. We're going to try and make President Trump look bad. It, whereas the more he passes shit and does shit, oh, he looks horrible. And he's an idiot. And, well, that's part that's part for the course for the Democrats, though. On the city, state, and local level, that's part for the, par for the, par for the Democrats, you know. And... The fact of the matter is, is why, I mean, yeah, we should care what King Cuomo the Heine does, but I can't, he's done so much to that state already. Also, with the help of the communist that is the mayor of New York City, but, you know, but that's the case, but as far as this, the, 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 the they they need to don't cut it in half. Republicans don't cut it in half. Pass the twelve hundred dollars. Get the money out there as a stopgap until you can get something more lasting done. And you know, do not one do not raise taxes and two uh, open up and keep the economy open. Yeah, you're gonna get you know. You're gonna get uh, case because we're doing we're doing nothing but testing, 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 testing. Of course, the the number of cases are gonna go up, and the pos the possible effect of that is well, of course, the number of people in hospitals is gonna go up. But what do you expect when you're doing so much testing? In fact, George, there is a sort of a home testing kit that's being rushed through the uh, FDA, not the FDA, well, yeah, the FDA and the CDC and all that stuff that you can take home and test yourself, you know, and so that's more testing, and what do you expect is going to happen? You know, if you happen to have, if you get that kit and you happen to have, you know, COVID, what do you expect is going to happen? You know, that's going to be an addition to the cases, and there you go. But 
get the job done, pass the bill. Don't put all kinds of crap in the bill like you tried to do last time, okay? And give us the twelve hundred dollars because we're there. Your 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 asshole guys are keeping your 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 you know your economy their economy shut down and costing people money and all this stuff you know so give it give the money pass the bill get the money out there and get the job done don't argue about it get the job done back to you george Yeah, well, you know, it, 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 that's the thing. And, but do you really expect Democrats to get the job done? I mean, without adding something, <laughs> you know that that politicians love having to add a lot of pork to bills. Now, I don't know if they did or not this trip. I hope they bare bones it without any pork barrel spending, because they love to throw shit in. Throw shit in. You know, just so they can fund their pet projects or whatever. It's my hope that he didn't do it this time. You know, uh, let me get to some comments here from Cherokee Rose. Watching by way of Periscope.tv. But, uh, by the way, Flycatch was was watching on on, uh, DLive. I don't know if he's still watching or not. Uh, But he said, and I quote, it's a Wonderful Life, excellent Christmas movie. I couldn't agree more. And I've got the original black and white version. I've also got the colorized version on DVD, but I don't like it. Uh, Cherokee Rose, in response to to, to uh, the illegals getting money, uh-uh. hashtag America first. Pelosi doesn't care about the people. Her only concern is politics. Well, of course, she's a she's a career politician. No doubt in my mind, you know that she's all about politics. Um, in regards to the royal governor of New York, King Cuomo, his royal highness, or high and mightiness, or whatever the friggin' hell you want to call him. I couldn't agree more with her when she said Cuomo is a dictator. So, no doubt about that. All right. 904 area code, go ahead. Hello, my good sir. How are you? Uh, Well, so far, so good. I... I think, considering it's snowing like the Dickens outside. Uh, well, I'm in the good old sun, sunshine state, so I don't have them type of issues. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you, you, right. you get it. You got you have a worse problem on your hands. Hurricane season. Oh what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurricane season. That's true. That's true. But, you know, it, it, the hurricanes don't be as bad as they make it seem on the media. It really don't. I, I mean, I mean, it's terrible, don't get me wrong. But 
and I'm not going to say I enjoy it when it comes, but it's not it's not like an Armageddon doomsday scenario the way they make it seem. I'll put it that way. Well, they got to sensationalize it, my friend. They got to sensationalize it. But I, I want to ask you guys this question: Are you are are you guys kind of nervous for the um for the runoff that's going to happen in Georgia in the in the next three? I, I think in the next two weeks it is, or next three weeks. Uh, January fifth is when the runoff election takes place. So that's three weeks. Yeah, so that's going to mean three weeks. Are you guys like nervous? I'm concerned, not nervous, but concerned, because Likewise. if the if the Democrats win that runoff election, then the Congress, the Senate, will be Democrat controlled for the first time in a very long time. Come come the next session of Congress in uh, January, right? And and it, and if by some fluke, if President Trump's uh, legal challenges don't pan out, and if the Supreme Court torpedoes us, basically, it's going to be hell on earth because everything that President Trump has done is going to be wiped out. Oh, big time. Not only that, um, God forbid, what happened if Justice um, Thomas, Clarence Thomas, and Alita won all these people, they decide to step down because they are up there in age. That's going to give Biden the power to appoint whatever radical judge he wants. And and on top of that, um, I mean, the things that they want to do, like which is pass the new, um, the green, uh, the the Green New Deal, which 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 is, if you actually read it, it's pretty much a communist manifesto. There, um, the defunding of police, all of this is what they, these people have in mind. Not only that, they're talking about. Um, which I'm not going to lie to you, I don't think it's a bad conversation, but I think it's a divisive conversation. Reparations for black folks. I'm not going to say it's a bad thing, but I think it's very divisive. They're going to they're, they're going to want to do things like that, and I just think that when you hear conservatives praising Lynn Wood and his statement about not voting in the Georgia runoff, I just think that's just not a smart thing. And this is people completely reacting off emotions, not not taking into consideration. Yes, we don't. Yeah, we don't like rhinos, but you have but we have to tolerate them. To get in, then we fight them. We don't have to. We don't. I just think that saying. I just think that the idea of just lay down and play dead is just. It's never a winning strategy. And when I you hear conservatives say, "Oh, boycott the um election in Georgia," I I just think that they're acting like the left in 2016 when they got all emotional and made false claims that Russia hacked our election system. This, that, and the third. I just, I'm seeing conservatives act the same exact way. Emotional and being emotional leads to irrationality because you can't possibly think not voting in the Georgia election is a good strategy. No way on earth that's a good strategy because my position is even if Trump does win, I mean, even if Trump is um, inaugurated come January 20th, why the, I don't want to curse, why the hell would you want him to have a Democratically controlled Kong on the um Senate that can pr- that could pretty much impeach him. That's just dumb all sides to the equation. 
Yeah, and and, and and mind you, if the Democrats get control of the Senate and they pull another impeachment, oh, the Senate trial could go against him. Yeah, 100%. That's why I'm saying I understand we don't like rhinos, but for the time being, you have to suck it up and vote for these people. I mean, the thing is, the, the, the two Democrats that's running... Ossoff and um, Warnick, whatever the, whatever the other guy's name is, you're not going to push them to the right. If anything, the, the, if, you're not going to push them to the right. There's just no way they're going to be kowtowing to the right. And the thing is, if, now if, if the Republicans can actually galvanize their base, because they have a pretty solid base in Georgia, and for them to tell their base to just stay home and boycott it, like some of these um, some, some, some Republican... Um, Advocates, then the eggs in our face. It's just a, it, it's just not smart to me, and it saddens me to see Republicans take the same route the Democrats did in 2016. I mean, you can't be emotional. And Trump, I would really like for him towards when the end of the when the end of this month come up to do another rally in there, reminding people, hey, this is not a game. Come out there and vote for the two Republicans. I really want him to do it because right now I'm not I'm not I'm not happy about him either because he is he's starting to make things all about himself and I'm just not liking that. Well, it's it, at this point the the the, the fact that he's it's it's not so much that he's making it really about himself, but he's making it about about the election process and what's happened in this election. I mean. Put yourself in his position for just a moment. You're looking at a man who's who's who, who who on election night was way up there. He had he had he had votes going like crazy, and then in less than 24 hours, it went completely the opposite direction, and all of his votes suddenly went to Biden. The, the well, Democrats you know, are, are accused are, are saying that, it, that that all these claims of, of voter fraud and everything else are baseless and so forth. But yet you've got people signing affidavits, you know, of what they've seen, what they've witnessed. And why would a person sign an affidavit and risk uh, being thrown in jail for perjury? If they if they didn't see what they saw what they claimed they saw, but the then, thing course, is, there's a video and, and and I have the video on Rumble of of the of of when they told everybody, okay, we're done for the night, everybody can go home, and as soon as everybody left, there was a few people left in the room, and they started pulling ballots from out underneath the table and started counting those ballots. Without the without the poll poll watchers being you're talking about in Georgia. Mm-hmm. But the thing so, is, with, um, I'm sorry. There's there's, there's President Trump is is more concerned about about the election being fraudulently and 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 illegally seized by the left and. Top matters off. Matter of fact, let me let me play a clip for you. I want you to listen to something 
this 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 is something that um, uh, where is it? Oh, don't tell me it didn't transfer over to the other side. Let me see here. Yeah. It is over there. Okay. This take a listen to this to this clip. And this is in regards to Republican electors uh, casting votes for President Trump despite Democrat opposition in key battleground states. And this comes from One American News. Republican electors in key battleground states defy Democrats and cast their votes for President Trump. Here's One America's Pearson Sharp. Republican electors in key battleground states have officially cast their votes for President Trump. That includes electors from Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, New Mexico, Wisconsin, Nevada, and even Arizona. However, there are two sets of electors in each state, and those electors are appointed to cast their votes depending on who won the popular vote. In Michigan, for example, there are 16 Democrats and 16 Republicans for a total of 32. So, because Joe Biden is being claimed as the winner in these states, despite evidence of massive voting fraud, Democratic electors in Georgia and Arizona and so on have also cast their vote. This means there are two sets of electors voted, which is an unprecedented and historic situation. The battle is far from over, and Republicans say in order to maintain their legal options to challenge the vote down the road, they needed to cast their procedural votes by the December 14th deadline as well. But the Democrats know this, and they aren't taking any chances. The video we're about to show you was filmed in Lansing, Michigan on Monday when Republican electors appeared at the Capitol building to cast their votes. However, instead of being allowed inside, these official electors were blocked from entering by Michigan State Police. Take a look. All, all 16 electors have been advised by the governor's office that we're going to be here to vote. We'd like to attach them and check in the room. But the two electors, I'm sorry. This is a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Captain, yeah. Captain, yeah. Captain, yeah. Captain uh, the electors are also, GOP electors are also on the governor's yeah. certificate of assertion. Right. I'm not going to get into a political debate. I'm following the orders. Political debate. Okay. It's the official sealed document okay. that the certificate of assertion has also electors, they are here. They're okay. trying to do their constitutional duty. I understand. And their constitutional duty requires them to be at the Senate chamber today at 2 p.m. Okay. They're here. I, they're not, I understand they're not being permitted in. If you have a problem, you can contact the governor's office, the speaker of the house, the Senate majority leader, or... I saw the governor's press release this morning that said, is that the reason being given? No. All right, that was what the press release said. Is there another reason? You'd have, ask, you'd have to ask the governor's office. All right. We have a copy of paperwork that was prepared as electors under their constitutional duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I speak to the sergeant of arms of the Senate to deliver it to the chamber today? He's, he's in the meeting right now. He likes our house. He's not available. Uh, Captain Green? Uh, First Lieutenant Green. First Lieutenant, can you deliver this? I cannot. Okay. Um, is there anyone here that is willing to allow us, as I've got elected officials and electors, okay. to deliver this to the Senate today at 2 p.m.? Okay. Um, I, I can ask the the Senate leader, the House 
Majority Leader. And Senator Mike Shirky, would okay. you deliver that to him? I don't mean Northam. You, you can contact his office directly and make sure he's going to drop it off. I'm sorry, I'm not well, gonna, you're not letting him in the building. His office is in town. He's not here. Yeah. He's not here. So are you telling me that the Senate uh, chamber is in session and the Senate leader is not here? Yeah. So you'd have to contact his office to make arrangements to meet with him to turn over. Right. Somebody from the governor's uh, team that's uh, that's running this. You'd have to contact the governor's office with their team to make arrangements for them. To right. Again, the electors by statute, it's statute MCL 168.47, have to be at the Senate chamber today. That video is all you need to see to understand the lengths being taken to undermine the election. Officials. State electors are being barred from performing their constitutional duties. Regardless, the electors signed affidavits, and for legal purposes, their votes are as good as counted. Now, state legislators must choose which set of electors are sent to Washington, D.C. on January 6th. And since legislators are largely controlled by Republicans, it could pave the way for a victory for President Trump. For One American News, I'm Pearson Sharp. Want to see more videos like this? Visit OANN.com for immediate access. All right. Now, as, as is the custom of this broadcast, um, we do a, a roundtable discussion on what is heard. So I will start with the newest caller on the, on the phone line. And then... Uh, we will go to uh, Gunslinger and then to Mike. So, uh, caller in nine zero four area code, you start off. Well, I find it quite interesting, and um, on top of that, I have no doubt that I believe that there was election fraud. The only thing, the only thing is with mail-in ballots is that it's extremely hard to prove. That's why most of his uh, court cases are being thrown out. And this is why, to be and to give Trump a lot of credit on this, he tried to kind of stop this in the very right way before the election started. But I guess the, these judges decided that, hey, if it's going to tear the country apart, it's going to tear the country apart. But I just, I still don't think, I still disagree with the idea that we should play dead. Well, I mean, we should just lay down and play dead when it comes to the Georgia Senate runoffs. I just think it's way too important to do something like that. All right. Um, Gunslinger, based on what you just heard from the clip, what do you think? Well, I got it on the ass end of it. I had to go back to let the dogs in for the night. And, you know, it's 30 degrees outside. Kind of cold out there in the doghouse. You know what I mean, if you've ever been out in a doghouse before. <laughs> but, um, I, well, yeah, you know, this election crap, I mean, they can't stop. They, they're not, they got to do something. Trump has got to do something. Because if, if he don't, we're, we're, we're up shit crick without no paddle, without no crick for that matter. If Sleepy Joe and Camel Toe gets in there, I mean, they will completely decimate, destroy this country. And everything that Trump has done in the past four years, they'll destroy it because they are vengeful little Vengeance. They're, 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 I don't know. They're just vengeance, little fucking bastards. I mean, they. it's amazing how people like that can even get into office. I mean, I look agree. at what they've done. I mean, look at what they've done. I mean, Pig Losey is an anti-American little fucking cunt. Okay. Okay. That 
fucking fucked up bitch. Who, how she gets gets back in there every fucking time is beyond me. Is she stupid or are the people that vote her in supposedly that stupid? I, I mean, it's a toss up, I guess. And that goes for all of them. Okay, AOC, you know, asshole on crack. Uh, the 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 ice cream heads. I'm gonna start calling them ice cream heads. Okay, and everything else that's in there. Okay. How do these people get in there when their districts that they represent look like third world shitholes? The district that uh, Piglosi represents out in California, I think it's L.A., that place looks, are you kidding me? That looks like some war-torn World War II shithole. I mean, go look, at the, go look it up on YouTube. Look at the videos. People actually, you know, driving around that, that place. And every major city, for that matter, looks like that. I mean, the, you know, in some in some areas. In every de- Democratic-controlled cities, what do you expect? All right, Mike? Well... I mean, what can what can I add to what he just said? I mean, except uh, Piglosi is is San Francisco, and it is a shithole, a literal shithole. You know, literally, not figuratively, literally. No wonder she doesn't. All she does is go back to go get reelected, and then she they don't see her again for another two years. She don't want to go back home. She wants to be, she, I guarantee you, she wants to die in office rather than go back home to her, uh, you know, her thing, right? Her, her district. I guarantee you. Oh, of course, of course she does. She, uh, she, she wants power as well, but that's, that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is her and the fact of the matter is, is they, they're, they're running scared because they know the Democrats are running scared because they know that there was a lot of, uh, a lot of crap that went on that shouldn't have went on. And, and, and it's going to come out. It's going to come out relatively fast. And I mean, not just the fact that with the election, but with, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop and all that. Uh, well, let's call him Caligula, all right? Caligula's laptop and all that crap. But, yeah, this election, there's nothing above board about this election. Not a damn thing, you know? And and they know it, and they fear that if these guys are allowed to do what they're if these electors from these states, these other states are allowed to do, get their votes in, right? If they're allowed to do that, then what's going to happen is that's going to put Pence in a, in a quandary as to whether or not to, who, which electors to, you know, accept, you know? And if, if the, if he comes out and says, well, there's, we've got the proof that that the election was rigged, and that being the case, that the Democratic electors are null and void. What are we gonna do? Now he could do. Uh, 
he he could he could accept the Republican electors, or he could say, "I'm accepting none of the electors." Right. So there you go. Back to you, George. Well, I I think you know the these the these electors. Uh, just from the clip you heard, everybody, just from that clip alone, being denied access to deliver their votes to the, in the Electoral College, that, that's, that's insane, okay? That is the Democrats basically saying, we don't care what you have. Or more to the point, yeah, you've got you vote your votes are gonna you, you'll get you want your votes sent up and everything else, and basically what you want is to take the election away from us that we that we stole fair and square. <laughs> yeah, fair and square. So it's like, give me a break. But at this point, there's going to be a challenge to the. To, there's going to be challenges to all this. Okay, there is going to be challenges to all this. As a matter of fact, um, Mo Brooks uh, on Newsmax TV earlier today said uh, will be challenges to certification of Biden win. Okay. Um, hang on a second here while I uh, pull this up here. And I will put this in the chat room so I can pull it up on the clip computer. Now, this is again, this is from Newsmax. And I'll tell you something right now. There are people I spoke to earlier today. I, I was in a, I was commenting in a thread, and someone in that thread said to me that uh, Newsmax is conspiracy theory and all this shit. And I was I was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I guess they're talking about CNN. Conspiracy or News Network. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Here's the clip from from Newsmax. Well, the Electoral College has cast their votes, and Joe Biden is the president-elect. However, there are still some House Republicans that vow to keep fighting uh, Trump's election battle by challenging the certification of Electoral College votes. Joining us now to discuss is Republican Congressman from Alabama, Mo Brooks. Congressman, thank you so much, sir. Tell me your strategy here. Last time we talked, that's what you plan to do, is object on January 2nd. If that's still the case, that's fine. Uh, explain to us how you would see that unfolding ideally in your mind. Well, it's actually January the 6th at 1 p.m. The House and Senate meet in the House chamber. Vice President Mike Pence presides. 
There's a roll call to states, at which point the purported electoral college votes are announced. Any two people, one congressman and one senator, who object can force a House floor vote and a Senate floor vote on any state's electoral college submission that is from a state whose system is so badly flawed that it's rendered untrustworthy of support. So I am more than happy, along with a significant number of my congressional colleagues, to object to a number of these states with systemically flawed election systems. The question is going to be whether a senator is also willing to stand up and fight for their country by protecting the accuracy and honesty of an election system that is the bedrock of any republic. And Congressman Brooks, that is the question. And we asked that last time you joined us and actually told everyone about your plan. Have you been able to speak with any senators since then? We do know that the hearing has been going on uh, regarding election integrity on the Senate side. And from what I was listening to, it does seem that there are a lot of senators that are at least not closing the door on the possibility of joining you. Have you spoken with any of them? Well, to be clear, I've yet to call a senator or ask for a meeting with a senator in order to try to persuade them to provide the senatorial objection that is needed. To me, only the citizens of the states of the senators have the ability to persuade their own senators to try to protect the honesty and integrity of our election system. Now, I have had senators contact me and ask me to meet with them had another one uh, call me this morning. I wanted to talk and we chatted for a while and we're gonna have a follow-up meeting at some point, probably here on Capitol Hill. Uh, I'm fairly optimistic that there will be one or more senators who are willing to also object, keeping in mind that in the House side, we have double figures now, uh, the number of congressmen who want to object to these severely flawed election systems that in my judgment and theirs have resulted in election fraud and theft on a degree never before seen in the history of the United States. Can you tell us So we'll see how was? it plays out, but who it's up was? to the citizens to contact yeah. their senators. <laughs> who was that that you spoke with today? Was it Senator Rand Paul? Well, I'm not going to disclose any names. I've learned long ago that it is best for congressmen and senators when they want their name to be known and what they're going to do, they should be the ones that do it at the time and place and manner of their choosing. I should not speak for any of them. Uh, the process, as I understand it, is the votes are, are filed first. Then you can launch your objections to any of the states. It would take um, quite a few states to make a difference in the final outcome here. Um, do you have certain... Actually, only three. Well, could you name them, please? Sure. Well, there'll be more than three that will be objected to. Okay. But three by themselves, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Nevada. That, that provides the votes that shifts the election outcome. Now, as I understand it, what would happen is then, if you got somebody on the other side, then you would go debate in your houses, in your respective houses. And then at that point, vote on whether to change anything. And, and the critics of this approach, uh, including Senator McConnell, is that Nancy Pelosi, as Speaker of the House, isn't gonna let that go very far anyway. And that if you had the vote in the Senate, if you're a Republican, that puts you in a bad position because you don't want to go against the president and it's unlikely to go anywhere ultimately. I'm sorry, but I reject the concept that folks have shared with you. 
Uh, to me, that's Senator McConnell who said that, sir. Senator McConnell, who who is, uh, as we understand it, warning against making those votes. Let me be real clear. We have a choice. We can either fight for our republic and the election system that underpins it, or we can surrender. I am not a member of the surrender caucus. If you surrender, you have zero chance of success. If you fight then you have a chance of success. And I'm gonna fight for our republic and our country. There is no republic in America if elections can be stolen or if we are burdened with such a badly flawed election system that the results are rendered unreliable. And quite frankly, that's where we are right now, but don't take my word for it look at report after report after report of different groups who have examined the flaws in our election system and reached the same conclusion and begged the United States Congress for safeguards and improvement that have not been forthcoming. All right. Congressman Mo Brooks, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. And hope- All right. I'll go in the reverse order of, uh, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, I can talk. Uh, starting with Mike, then Gunslinger, and then the caller from the 904 area code. So, Mike, start us off. What you just heard, how do you, what, what are your thoughts on it? What, what he just said is basically, fuck you, uh, uh, Mitch McConnell, you know, because he, if he wasn't, he, he knows that there are guys in the Senate that are going to do some objecting. He knows it. So right now, what what Mitch McConnell says doesn't hold a hell of bean because it's going to happen against his against them. You know, it's going to happen, and and these guys are going to object in the Senate and going to object to multiple states and and McConnell isn't going to be able to stop it you know oh he may have congratulated uh, uh, Harris Sniffer Joe uh, on his win but that doesn't make a whole hill of beans when you look at how he won and the fact of the matter is is there are going to be objections in both sides of the House, uh, in both sides of the Congress. You know, both, you know, I use Congress to say both sides of the, you know, uh, Capitol Hill, you know, uh, and they're going to force it to go into each, you know, uh, dark cloakroom to make a deal. And as of right now, the, the, uh, the House had, the Senate is still in the Republican hands. Even though the election is still going on, and the House, uh, she's not going to be able to stop it. Yeah, she'll she'll try. Uh, Pelosi's going to try to stop it, but they don't have their major. Remember, they lost a bunch of seats in the House. All right, and they don't have that big, you know. Uh, thing in the house so he's they're going to be able to object on both sides of capitol hill and 
think, and we'll 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 see what happens then. You know, back to you, George. Yeah, but what what you're what you're missing is, come January. Okay, when all the, when all this ruckus begins, the, the the Senate may or may not be in Republican hands. Okay, if it turns out to be in Democrat hands, <clears throat> now of course you know the the Republicans will still have their objections, but it'll it'll be a little bit tougher uh, a fight, not by much. But still a tough, a tough fight nonetheless. And let's get some thoughts from Gunslinger on on the clip that was played. Well, you know, if they lose the Senate, uh, we're pretty much SOL, shit out of luck, uh, because that's where the balance is is keeping it. I mean, even though the demo rats, dumb rats, dumb fuck rats has the, the, the Congress and all that, the House, um, at least President Trump is on the right side, okay, in the Senate. All right. Uh, I hear when the, when this January hearing is supposed to be that, that Mike Pence is supposed to be counting the votes or something, or something to that form or something. I read it a couple of days ago, I think it was. And they were saying that, well, how how loyal is vice president going to be to Trump, Pence, I think pretty much. Will he have the final save to it? I don't know. It's going to be an interesting situation which way it goes. I'm sure President Trump and his legal team have got a few few more tricks up their sleeves that they're going to pull. They have to. They absolutely have to. I would even be in favor of getting a fucking uh, restitution act or whatever it is and bringing that in and let a military tribunal uh, recount the vote, the votes. Okay, because we all know they cheated. We all know that the proof. We don't. How much more proof do you fucking need? Okay, if it if it if it's a color of a duck and it quacks like a duck, and shits like a duck, and flies like a duck, then by God, it's a fucking duck. I mean, okay, there, where's the logic at? There, there, there's the logic right there. Go ahead. Well, we lost Mike on the call. Uh, caller from the nine hundred four area code. What do you think of what was said in that clip? Caller from the 904, are you with me? Nine oh four, are you there? He's there, but he's not there. Well, my my basic understanding is that if there are challenges to these ele- to the to the electoral college vote count, um, it's going to take enormous. Uh, it's going to take an enormous challenge, uh, and what what's going to What's going to what what may lead to uh, electors flipping their votes? Okay, is you know the, the fact that this this election has been screwed with, 
And if they recognize the Republican uh, electoral votes and these states get flipped, then President Trump will be called the winner. The problem, as I the problem I see, is it, it's gonna it's gonna take an extraordinary lot to 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 make that happen. The only other possible option, and a military tribunal, uh, Gunslinger, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's not gonna that's not a, that's not a viable option because that's not even that's not even an option when it comes to an election situation like this, okay? They can't use that for, for, for this purpose. Much as, I, much as I would like to see it done, it's not going to happen. Um, the only other option at that point would be um, through the Supreme Court. And of late... I've lost confidence in the Supreme Court's ability to get the job done. Look what's happened with uh, the Texas lawsuit. That that got that got burned by the Supreme Court. So it's really a catch-22 at this point. And and I and I shudder to think, you know, what's going to happen. But we're, right now, it's a wait-and-see game. It's uh, we still have to see what happens with the Georgia runoff. And we still have to see what happens uh, in, in in that respect because if if the if the Repub- if the GOP candidates are successful at winning their seats in the in the Senate, then the the Senate stays majority uh, Republican, and that's going to screw up anything that uh, the Democrats may have in, in, on on their plate. So we'll just have to see what happens. I I I, I know that that's asking a, a great deal of everyone, but America, we we have right now uh, we have three weeks, give or take, um, until the Georgia runoff is is, is done. Uh, let's see here, one, two, yeah. Close to three weeks, because the Georgia runoff is on Tuesday, January fifth, and then of course we'll find out at that point whether the Democrats have the Senate or the Republicans do. Everything right now is contingent on what happens with the Georgia runoff too. Um, nothing can happen at this point until then, as far as you know the challenges to the electoral votes. Because that won't happen until uh, I believe it's, they said January sixth. So it's 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 really a catch twenty two for, for for the entire country, and the and, and the entire country is going to be on pins and needles, waiting to see what happens. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we see uh, something something positive come of this. Hopefully we see that happen. Okay. 904 area code, are you still with us? 
904 area code is not responding any longer, so I'm going to take them off the line. Uh, I hate to do that, but they're not responding, so I'm just going to drop their line. Uh, but I'm, I, I, you know, I appreciate their calling in. And uh, well, as always, we got to move on. Now, the American Medical Association, uh, remember, folks, how we we heard about hydroxychloroquine? Uh, According to the Gateway Pundit, the American Medical Association votes on hydroxychloroquine prevention order, keeps it in place. How many people have died because of these soulless hacks? Okay. Uh, Now, of course, the Gateway Pundit puts this right up in in, in italics. This post was updated with the disappointing information that the AMA ultimately rejected Resolution 509. I'm not familiar with that resolution, so I can't really comment on it. Uh, For months, the Gateway Pundit has been reporting factually on the evidence and studies that proved hydroxychloroquine was effective in the treatment of COVID-19. Of course, uh, we were hounded, the Gateway Pundit was hounded by the left and attacked by fake fact checkers, labeling their reports as disputed. Despite its effectiveness, the American Medical Association back in March, at the height of the pandemic, in the US criticized hydroxychloroquine and its use. Dr. Anthony Fauci led the jihad against this effective drug. Well, now that hundreds of thousands of Americans are dead with the virus or because of the virus and the election season has ended, the AMA recently voted again on their prevention of hydroxychloroquine. Now, here's a, now there is a, here's a statement from their October 30th release. Whereas the COVID-19 pandemic is a serious medical issue, people are dying, and physicians must be able to perform as psychosis prescribers. Therefore, be it resolved that our, Amer- our American Medical Association rescind its statement calling for physicians to stop prescribing hydroxychloroquine, and chloroquine until sufficient evidence becomes available to conclusively illustrate that the harm associated with use outweighs benefit early in the disease course, implying that such treatment is inappropriate, contradicts AMA policy, H120.988. Patient access to treatments prescribed by their by their physicians. That addresses off-label prescriptions as appropriate in the judgment of the prescribing physician. Directive to take action, and be it further resolved that our AMA rescind its joint statement with the American pharma- pharmacists. 
Association and American Society of Health System Pharmacists and update it with a joint statement notifying patients that further studies are ongoing to clarify any potential benefit of hydroxychloroquine and combination therapies for the treatment of COVID-19. Directive to take action. And be it further resolved that our AMA reassure the patients whose physicians are prescribing hydroxychloroquine and combination therapies for their early stage COVID-19 diagnosis by issuing an updated statement clarifying our support for a physician's ability to prescribe an FDA-approved medication for off-label use. If it is in if it is in her or his best clinical judgment with specific reference to the use of hydroxychloroquine and combination therapies for the treatment of the early state the earliest stage of COVID-19. Now later during voting the 509 did not pass. It was one of four or five out of dozens that got to a vote but did not pass. This is un- unconscionable. Thousands died because of these hacks. Len Bylan reported previously the AMA issued a statement in March that was highly critical of hydroxychloroquine in regards to its use as a proposed treatment by some physicians in the early stages of COVID-19. In addition to discouraging doctors from ordering the medication in bulk for off-label use, hydroxychloroquine is typically used to treat diseases such as malaria. They also claimed that there was no proof that it was effective in treating COVID and that its use could be harmful in some instances. However, on page 18 of a recent AMA memo issued on October 30, Resolution 509, page 3, the organization officially reversed its stance on hydroxychloroquine, stating that its potential for good currently may supersede the threat of any potentially harmful side effects. The AMA kept the rule in place. How awful. Now, if I'm understanding this correctly, they're still saying not they don't want this medicine prescribed for COVID. But yet, there is there there are studies that that show that it's effective, and there are also studies that show that it's not. So there there are there are dueling studies. At this juncture, anything that is capable of uh, easing the symptoms of COVID-19, physicians should be able to prescribe it accordingly, as long as the benefits outweigh the risks. And I think, and I, I personally think that it, it does. But I'm going to talk to my doctor and, and ask her some questions uh, regarding hydroxychloroquine and COVID 
and find out what her thoughts are. She hasn't steered me wrong yet, so something tells me she'll give she won't give me uh, bad information. So, my question to you, Gunslinger, is if hydroxychloroquine is uh, capable of easing the symptoms of COVID-19, why would the American Medical Association uh, vote to prevent its use as opposed to allowing it? It doesn't make sense. Go ahead. Well, I mean, <laughs> when you're the king and you think that you, that you're, you know, that your shit don't smell and you sit up there on that, you know, the Medical Amer- uh, American Medical Association board and all that shit, and you say you they sit up there like zombies, okay? They really don't give a fuck, really, because if it doesn't have any side effects, what the hell? I can use it. I mean, just like you said, it's better than what we got right now, which is a whole lot of nothing, okay? Unless they give up with these other this other vaccine that they're coming out with. And if I think if you look in the FFNO, I think I put in in one that some nurse that uh, they gave the um, that this vaccine that they this miracle vaccine, she had allergic reaction. She could have died if she wasn't a nurse in the hospital and in the hospital at the same time. Get a load of that. So I don't know. I mean, it's you know I don't see any people, you know, having side effects from that, you know, from the one that they're talking about right now, one on the clip there, the, the article, hydroxychloroquine or whatever you call it, uh, so far, not that I can find. Go ahead. Well, there had been so much promise uh, regarding hydroxychloroquine in, in the fight against COVID-19 uh, that, uh, you know, people in this country are looking for anything that can help. Um, including and not limited to the vaccines that are being produced. Um, and I'll get to that, uh, an item on that in just a moment. But uh, I want to get back to the excuse me, the election for just a moment here. Senator Rick Scott told Newsmax TV, we'll see what happens with electors January 6th. Okay. Now, according to this, Senate Republicans will continue to monitor alleged election fraud before Congress counts electoral college votes on January 6th, according to Senator Rick Scott, Republican from Florida on Newsmax TV, asked if he would be willing to join a House member in objecting to the Electoral College vote. Scott was noncommittal when answering host Greg Kelly on Wednesday night's Greg Kelly reports. Scott said, we'll see. Senator Scott is a member of the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, that met earlier in the day, he said, I think today was an important day. I think Chairman, Sen- Chairman uh, Senator Ron Johnson, Republican from Wisconsin, did a good job. He held an important hearing today 
We heard from former independent counsel Ken Starr, and then we heard from some individuals that gave us some information about what was going on in a couple of these states, what happened in Wisconsin, and what happened in Nevada. Representative Mo Brooks, Alabama Republican, said Monday he plans to challenge the certification of the Electoral College votes on January 6th when the Senate and the House of Representatives meet in a joint session. At least one senator must join Brooks to force a vote on the matter. Will Scott or another Republican join the congressman? I think all of us are in the same position, Scott said. What we're doing is we're trying to get as much information as possible. We're going to continue to watch what's going on. We're going to continue to listen about the fraud. We know there was a lot of fraud. If you remember in the beginning, the Democrats would say there was no fraud. Now they're saying, well, there's not enough fraud. Scott himself went through a long process before securing his victory against Democrat opponent Bill Nelson two years ago. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat from New York, after I won the race by 54,000 votes, sent a lawyer up, said, I really don't care what the votes are. We're going to win in the courts. I had a 1,000 lawyers. I went through two recounts. We had to remove two supervisor of elections because of the irregularities that happened. They found 95,000 ballots illegal after election night. So we've got to get the facts. We got to understand exactly what happened here. We want to make sure this election and all future elections are fair. Rick, Senator, Scott, uh, Senator Rick Scott said. So there's so everything right now hinges on January sixth, and if okay, if Representative Mo Brooks uh, can get. Uh, at least one senator to join him to force a vote on the matter, will it be Rick Scott or will it be another Republican joining the, joining the congressman? That's the, that's the question that, that, that kind of comes to mind at this point. Gunslinger? Gunslinger, are you there? There he is. Yeah, I'm here. I'm in the kitchen. Yeah, I was listening. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's 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 going it's going to be an interesting wait. I mean that's all. I mean I don't know what else we can do. Uh, you know, maybe talk about the weather, but 
it, it's going to, like I said, I hope they have tricks up their sleeve. That's what that's what's going to be all the key element to this. If there's if they got tricks up their sleeves between you know now and then, okay, we may be in good shape. If they've run out of tricks, well, we're fucked. Yeah. Tell me what other option there is. Revolution. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, personally, I think uh, it's just it's that wait and see situation with January sixth that's going to have this whole country on pins and needles. You know, it's really going to have us sitting on pins and needles because at what point do we do we say you know? Do we say at one point we've given we've done our best we've given our all there's nothing more we can do or do we stand and say collectively our republic needs to know what's happening we need to have this election saved from a democrat stealing the theft of this election must be stopped the truth must be allowed to be heard and these electors these republican electors who voted for Trump being stopped in the way that they were to me that that's criminal that's in direct violation of of, of, of the of, of election laws. So somebody better come up with a, a good fucking answer. And it's my hope that the Republicans succeed at a challenge and get these electors from certain states to you know to turn their vote around. And you know what? That happens. Trump wins. It doesn't. If it doesn't happen, then Trump loses. I don't. I don't like having to say that, but that's the reality. Well, and here he you go. Kind of, kind of, yeah. Well, you, he loses you, you, to a system kinda, that was stolen. Yeah, you kind of have to look at it like this. Yeah, you kind of have to look at it like this. Trump has not lost. Whether they officiate the Sleepy Joe, Criminal Joe, Uncle Joe, Pedophile Joe, and the Camel Toe, Trump has not lost. Okay, because we everybody knows, and the world knows that Trump won. Okay, I mean you got to be a fucking fool not to fucking think that he didn't win. When you know when when Sleepy Joe barely poked his fucking dickhead out the fucking out of his basement. Okay, and when he did, okay, you see the the great crowds, quote unquote, that he was able to get. <laughs> wink, wink, laugh, laugh. Okay, compared to the actual crowds in the tens of thousands, up to fifty thousand people every fucking time Trump turned. He, every time he turned around at a rally, he would be drawing those kinds of numbers. But you know, you tell me that you know he lost. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And he won the popular vote. Well, he won the election. I'm talking about the electoral college at, uh, on January 6th. 
Yeah, I know that. Either way, either way they decide, Trump's going to win, okay? Because we know, the American people know that he he he's won. Now, of course, unless they do some shenanigans and say, you know, Sleepy Creepy Joe won, Trump's still going to win. I mean, he still has won in the American people's eyes. Yeah, that may not be on paper if that happened, but in the American people's eyes that Trump has won. Hands down, you know that. Yeah. And, 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 I, and, and believe me, I still believe that he won. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, the sad, the sad, unfortunate fact is if Mike Pence is left with no other option uh, after January 6th takes place, if he has to certify the, the Electoral College in favor of Joe Biden, you know, then as far as the Electoral College is concerned, you know, then then Trump loses in that in that regard. He didn't lose as far as I'm concerned, because how do you how do you get seventy four million votes? You know, never mind all the rallies and everything. Okay? Let's talk about the votes themselves. <laughs> 74 million votes. That's a hell of a higher count than every rally he's ever held for this year. Okay? So somewhere along the line, somebody thought it was a good idea to, to, to doctor the books. To cook the books. Yep. Cook them. Yep. Yep. So, you know, while he while he has the, he has that seventy four million votes, there's only one sad re, sad reality. On paper, he he he'll lose as far as the electoral college. But if that happens, by the way. I'm still holding out hope that he wins the Electoral College and uh, electors flip their vote and give it to him the way it should be. But at the same time, let's look at the we have to look at reality. The, the, the Democrats stole this. They've been stealing this election from the very beginning. Because like I said earlier, Gunslinger, remember what I said. On election night, he was, he was up there. The numbers were with him. And then all of a sudden, in less than 24 hours, Kaboom. it went completely against him. Yep. Because Kaboom. the election Kaboom. was stolen. Yep. Yep. 100% right. Yep. Agreed. And then, and then, then the old saying says, or says that crime doesn't pay. <laughs> yeah, you're the criminal, sure. Yeah, of course it pays. I don't know, referring to the demo rats, you know, because now they're criminals. They're not. They're not. They're not political now. They are downright criminals, because that's what a criminal does. They cheat. They lie. They steal. What's the difference now? None. Now I'm trying to locate uh, 
let's see here. I'm trying to locate that story I was that I was talking about just moments ago. Um, hmm. Well, let me uh, <clears throat> let me go to this one here. Sidney Powell, Newsmax is reporting ex-Trump lawyer Powell asks High Court to nullify two Biden wins. Former Donald Trump campaign lawyer Sidney Powell asked the Supreme Court to overturn Joe Biden's election victories in Michigan and Georgia, continuing with a flurry of long-shot litigation despite repeated rejections in the courts. The latest request appeared on the court's online docket Tuesday, a day after the Electoral College confirmed Biden's victory. Although Trump hasn't conceded, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell congratulated Biden as president-elect on Tuesday. The Supreme Court has already spurned two efforts to nullify Biden victories. First, a challenge to his Pennsylvania triumph, and then a Texas lawsuit that sought to reverse the results in four pivotal states. Powell, who is no longer associated with Trump's legal team, sued last month on behalf of Republican voters in Michigan and Georgia. She described her litigation as releasing the Kraken, a reference to a mythical sea monster unleashed by Zeus in the 1981 fantasy film Clash of the Titans. In rejecting the Michigan suit, U.S. District Judge Linda Parker said it offered nothing but speculation and conjecture that votes for President Trump were destroyed, discarded, or switched to votes for Vice President Biden. In Georgia, U.S. District Judge Timothy Batten dismissed the suit orally after an hour-long hearing. Powell is seeking to challenge those rulings directly at the Supreme Court by bypassing the federal appeals court level. The cases are King v. Whitmer, 20-815, and in Ray Pearson, 20-816. So even though Sidney Powell is no longer associated with the Trump legal team, she's still fighting the good fight on behalf of President Trump in some manner, shape, or form. So the, the question here is, can she succeed with this legal challenge? And if she does, how will this affect the situation with the Electoral College then? Because, again, it all, can, it all hinges on January 6th, but this could have a significant, uh, a very significant uh, change that could lead electors to decide in changing their votes. What do you think? Well, yeah, I hope I, let's hope she does. I mean, I mean, I don't care if it's by a the, a slim hair. As long as Trump gets back in there, that's all that's all that matters. Okay, that's all that's all that matters. Okay. And so he can start kicking ass again. Okay. Because it's just going to be a it's going to be a fucking bomb if if, if they let if it goes the opposite way, I'm telling you, 
you know, this this creep, this goddamn idiot's gonna he's gonna destroy everything that Trump's done over the past four years now. Okay, you just wait and see. He's already said it. I mean, how much more proof again do you need? This motherfucker is gonna tear this country a new asshole. Okay, and it, it's it's I I I I hope she is successful. I mean, every little thing that they can do to derail, not the Trump train, the Biden train. You know, you know what I mean? Fucking bug. Go ahead. <laughs> Yo, George. Yo. And I, like I was starting to say, there is always there there are some hopeful signs for a Trump victory still. We can't we can't give up hope. That's for sure. Now, when Biden, excuse me, when uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, let me go back to this. Uh, when when the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell congratulated Biden as president-elect, it was because of the Electoral College confirmation of uh, on Biden's victory. Okay, that's. He, it's not something he wanted to do, but as a matter of um, just as a matter of courtesy, you know. And I think you know anyone. I, I think anyone knowing the way Mitch McConnell thinks, yeah, he's congratulating him. But in the other, in the back of his mind, he's saying, "Congratulations for now. It ain't over yet." So everything still hangs in the balance for January sixth. That's what it comes down to. Now. There's an item here regarding Mark Zuckerberg. And this I find very curious. Now get this. According to Newsmax, Zuckerberg money used in violation of federal election law. Oops. Did he do a no no? <gasps> no. Well, looks like he may have. A new report by a national public interest law firm alleges that some $500 million donated by Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg was used to violate election laws by providing funds to Democrat-dominated municipalities and their elections efforts for the benefit of Joe Biden. The allegation that this was in violation of the Help America Vote Act. The 39-page report compiled by the Thomas More Society's Amistad Project claimed that the bulk of $500 million from Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan 
went to the previously little-known leftist nonprofit Center for Tech and Civic Life. Although listed as a nonpartisan organization, the CTCL funded ballot collection sites in traditionally Democrat-dominated jurisdictions and considered state election integrity laws as obstacles and nuisances to be ignored or circumvented, states the authors. The provision of Zuckerberg-CTCL funds allowed these Democrat strongholds to spend roughly $47 per voter compared to $4 to $7 per voter in traditionally Republican areas of the state of Wisconsin, the report stated. Moreover, this recruiting of targeted jurisdictions for specific government action and funding runs contrary to legislative election plans and invites government to play favorites in the election process. This privatization of elections undermines the Help America Vote Act, which requires state election plans to be submitted to federal officials and approved and requires respect for equal protection by making all resources available equally to all voters. The report claims that a well-funded network of foundations and nonprofits used the outbreak of the novel coronavirus to justify funneling hundreds of millions of dollars to counties and municipalities across Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin in the name of safe elections. The illegitimate infusion of private funding and third-party promotion of training, equipment, security, staffing, and reporting programs by a network of private nonprofits at the local level, bypassed state administrative processes, violated legislative prejoratives codified in state Help America Vote plans and resulted in questions about the integrity of the U.S. elected electoral system, the society alleged. So it looks like Mr. Mr. Zuckerberg's in a lot of trouble. What do you think, Gunn? I know you're I know you're not a you're not a big fan of old Zucky Boy. So what do you think? I'd look at throwing to the sharks. What I think, but yeah, I mean, look, look who you're dealing with again—a fucking libtard, way left libtard. Uh, suck me off, Berg. Okay, you see how he's lied? He's lied to Congress when he was up there before. Uh, he's just one big fucking left. I didn't do that. Oh, well, we don't censor people. We don't fucking shadow ban. We don't do this. We don't do that. Fucking lying little fucking prick. Yes, he does. But, again, a lying liberal, okay? Democrat. <laughs> I mean, you just point your finger. I mean, every time he fucking moves his fucking lips, you know, he's lying, okay? So does that really surprise you? No, don't, don't surprise me, okay? 
I mean, he should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. I don't know. It's just he's really, really should really leave the country because he's anti-American, just like the rest of these bastards are. These big, you know, social media giants. Twitter, join them. Hell, now even Google and YouTube—they all fucking join them too. Bastards, go ahead. And people wonder why I am making transitions from using on a regular basis Facebook and going to sites like MeWe and Gab as opposed to Facebook because, well, let's face it, it's a liberal stronghold on social media. It's truly a liberal stronghold. Now, I don't know if you can hear the noise in the background, and I apologize for that. I have no control over it. But with the snowstorm outside, uh, the guys are out there uh, shoveling and using uh, uh, power shovels and stuff like that to clear the sidewalks and so forth and stuff like that. Um, so the noise, uh, thankfully, is starting to die down outside my door, but it's still, a, you know, a bit of a nuisance. Now, what, one of the things that, 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 that I've been thinking about, Gunslinger, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this, is if, if and only if, it comes down to Trump having to leave the White House, ultimately, and I pray to God that doesn't have to happen. I hope that he's successful in, 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 in winning re-election, that the, the January 6th uh, Electoral College vote count can be flipped in his favor. But if it cannot, um, sadly, he's going to have to transition out of the White House. That doesn't end the fight, though, for, for election to, to fight the election fraud that took place, not by a long shot. But if, if it comes down to him having to leave and he's not able to, to, to win re-election because, because the Electoral College wouldn't flip their votes or whatever, or however it comes out, would it be prudent for him to focus on 2024 and mount an aggressive campaign based on all the challenges to the current disaster of the 2020 election and use that to energize his base even more than it already is. I don't know how much more that Trump can be, can energize the people. They are already fucking full of high voltage right now. Okay. Because if they weren't, if they were losing faith in him, number one, he wouldn't have won in 2016, and he wouldn't have got, what was it, 15-something million more votes than he did last time if if the people was losing faith in him, okay? So obviously the people's not, okay? Uh, Trump's not a he's not a quitter, okay? So this is going to, this is going to continue, even if he has to leave the White House. God forbid. 
And uh, he'll probably, uh, you know, 2024. Okay? I'm, I'm sure, because like I said, he's not a quitter. You, you know, I've said this a zillion times. A man in that position does not get into that position being a goddamn quitter or a fucking loser. Sorry. Don't happen. That's reality. And knowing that everybody, you know, coast to coast, they, the people that are in the know, obviously, they know that he won. He knows he won. Hell, the damn dog outside knows he won. Okay? It's just, it's mind-boggling. Oh, man, it's just, that the, the, the evidence is so blatant in your face that these fuckers can't see it. They just can't, they just can't see it. It's like they're fucking blind. Maybe they are, uh, you know, because you know they've been they've been ever since he came down that escalator in 2016 to announce that he's running for the president. Okay, they've been plotting and fucking planning and doing every goddamn thing that they can possibly think of to try to get him out because they hate the man. They hate what he stands for. They hate his morals. They hate his values. They hate everything about him. Because what? He does the right thing. And compared to those people that were in there, and some of them are still, you know, Pig Losey and all the rest of them fuck-ups, they're going to lose their power base. That's what they're so good and scared of, to lose their power base by exposure. And that's what Trump's been doing. And if he stays in there anymore, they will lose their power base. And rightfully so. That's what they. That's what needs to happen. Go ahead. Well, I for, personally, I think that uh, if it comes down to it, if it comes down to it, if he's left with no other options for this election. And he ha- and he has to transition out, uh, which I I hope and pray does not happen. I am hoping I'm maintaining hope of a successful uh, electoral college vote turnover uh, at the vote count January sixth. But if God forbid he has to transition out, what I would do if I were in his position, sure, okay, fine. You stole this election, but you're not going to get away with it. You're not going to get away with, with, with it in 2024 because something tells me you're not going to be the president for very long anyway. But let's remember, somebody, a Demo, Democrats brought up the 25th Amendment, and they weren't talking about Trump. So I got a sneaking suspicion that uh, that that 25th Amendment is going to be used against Joe Biden. I truly do. But that's going to be a disaster for this country if the, uh, those two cackling hens get moved up. Because now let's look at, 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 at one possible scenario. A what-if scenario. What if that happens? And if it does, what if some foreign power hell-bent on hurting us physically, like we were on 9-11, decides to pull a horror show on us? 
do you really think that the cackling hens are going to be able to do anything and be taken seriously, especially by our military? I mean, the, the reality is I don't trust Kamala Camelto Harris to do anything that's going to uh, stop it. Something tells me she's going to be cowering in the fucking corner. And Pelosi's going to be too drunk on martinis to give a shit. And if we end up, and and I got a feeling we're going to end up in a war if the Democrats get the White House. Seriously, we'll end up in a war. Oh, yeah. Yep. What do you think? Well, yeah, I think I think you're you're a hundred percent right. If those you know, Bopsy twins get in there, uh, yeah, we we'll definitely wind up in a, in a war. Okay, we may even wind up in a war before they kick go Uncle Joe out. Okay, and they will, because I think that's that's been their plan. Get him in there, do the do the Twenty Fifth Amendment, have him. You know, certified as you know, unfit for the to run the the president, and guess what? They get it. So it's either either Sleepy Joe is going to get us at a war with either China or you know, North Korea has kind of been kind of quiet these days too. Wonder why? They're they're either one's going to get us in the war with one of them. I guarantee it because they're these people are warmongers. I mean, they they don't they don't want to try to take keep peace in any place for that matter. Look at Trump. He's bringing all the troops home, or at least the majority of them, okay? Uh, they want to keep them over there, so keep feeding that fire. Keep pushing. Keep, you know, you know, keep poking it, poking it, poking it. Man, you can't do that. They'll fight their own goddamn wars over. You know, we don't need to be fighting. We don't need to be the police of the whole goddamn world. But that's what these Democrats want. They're power hungry again. Power hungry. Go ahead. <clears throat> Well, I was just going over uh, some of the uh, some of the uh, fake news sites, you know, CNN and MSNBC and even Fox News, unfortunately. And it's all bullshit, not even worth bringing up. But there's something on Fox News. couple of items here. Clash over China. Report on foreign election influence will be delayed amid dispute. That's curious. Let's see here. Just for shits and giggles, take pull this open this up real quick. I gotta wait for the video to uh, make some kind of a move here. There it goes. I just gotta wait for it to start so I can stop it. I hate these automatic start videos. They're such a pain in the ass. 
right now. The 2020 intelligence community assessment focused on foreign election influence will be delayed. This is according to Fox News. Amid a dispute among senior intelligence analysts over whether China sought to influence the election. This afternoon, the DNI was notified by career intelligence officials that the intelligence community will not meet the December 18 deadline set by executive order and Congress to submit the IC's classified assessment on foreign threats to the 2020 U.S. election. Amanda Scoach, assistant DNI for strategic communications, said in a statement, hang on a second here while I put this in reader mode. The IC has received relevant reporting since the election, and a number of agencies have not finished coordinating on the, on the product, Scotch continued. The DNI is committed to providing this report to our customers expeditiously. The report was expected to be released by Friday, but sources familiar said that there is a dispute within the intelligence community over what should be included in this 2020 ICA. Sources said that a number of senior intelligence analysts are ardent, are ad, excuse me, are adamant that China sought to influence the 2020 presidential election, while a number of others are downplaying China's activities surrounding the election. Some analysts claim that China's efforts were minimal or only plans that ultimately were not acted upon, while others are arguing there is ample raw intelligence about China's intentions and actions. When asked where Director of National Intelligence John Radcliffe stands, a senior intelligence official said that all that Radcliffe wants is for the intelligence to be reflected accurately and honestly with regard to China and everything else. An intelligence official with experience in analytic disputes said that proper analytical proper analytic tradecraft would stipulate that when there are competing views like this, that both views should be captured in the report. Former acting DNI Richard Grinnell seemed to echo that sentiment on Wednesday, tweeting that Radcliffe is standing up for career analysts who want their views to be accurately reflected. In other words, fighting to keep intelligence from being politicized. Back in October, Radcliffe and FBI Director Christopher Wray warned that Russia and Iran were attempting to influence the 2020 election. Radcliffe, at the time, said the intelligence community discovered interference from Iran, saying it was designed to incite social unrest and damage President Trump. These actions are desperate attempts by desperate adversaries, Radcliffe said at the time, noting that 
Intimidating emails were sent to Democrats in battleground states such as Florida, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. Appeared to be aimed at intimidating them into voting for President Trump. The emails falsely purported to be from the far-right group Proud Boys and warned that we will come after you if the recipients didn't vote to re-elect Trump. China was not mentioned during, the, during that briefing. A source familiar, though, reiterated Scotch's comments saying that intelligence reporting continues to come in. While Radcliffe and Ray did not specifically mention China during their October press conference, Director of, Na- Director of the National Counterintelligence and Security Center, Bill Avenia, has warned since the summer that China, Russia, and Iran were seeking to compromise the election. All right, I'm going to stop right there because it's getting into old information. But let's let's look at this logically. If in fact China, Russia, and Iran were seeking to in, to interfere with the election, that compounds the problem with the with the way the election has gone. But it seems to me that it's being pushed on the to the back burner. It's being pushed aside. And if that's the case, why? Any thoughts on this, Gun? Not really. I don't know. You, there's no telling what these people are thinking because, you know, we're not in their heads. Wish we was. That way we could kind of plan around what they're planning on doing. But, uh, you know, whatever these people are, whatever these people do, it's not going to be for good for the country. You know that. We know that. Everybody knows that. But that's what they want. That's what they they want to tear this country down. They want to turn it into, you know, third world shit. you know, that that that's their goal. That's their that's their ultimatum. That's their you know that's their their drive to do this. And look at what they've been doing. They've been you know this is they've they've been trying and trying and trying. Like the Energizer Bunny, the gun laws, all these stupid ass gun laws in Chicago and New York and all over the goddamn place. Okay. They're just open for something that'll, that'll stick, you know, stick, 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 please stick, please stick. Uh, it, 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 they're, they're, they're criminally insane. So. Go ahead. Yeah, tell me about it, buddy. Well, my friend, unfortunately, the time has gotten away from us. But before we blaze a trail, I want to give you the opportunity to share any final thoughts you have. Uh, for this evening. Well, like I said, it's just it's going to be a wait and see, and we're going to all be going to be sitting on pins and needles and nails and pieces of glass and all kinds of sharp objects until something goes on this next month, okay? which ain't that far, about two and a half weeks, something like that. But what I'm sure, I hope they're the hope the the, the Trump legal team is you know revving it up, you know, because that's it's just going to be it if, it if they don't. I mean, it's a sad situation that these people are so desperate and so criminal that they stoop this low, but what they say, politics is a dirty game, huh? Well, we, they've proved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. 
Ain't that the truth? Well, as I uh, get ready to lock up shop here in the studio for another night, uh, and with the storm brewing outside, and I mean, it's coming down out there. How much uh, snow is out there? How much snow so far? Let me put it this way. I don't know, but I can safely say it's more than it's more than we had when I went outside around 10 minutes to uh, 8 this evening. A hell of a lot more. But uh, it's by the time all is said and done, we're going to have over two feet of snow here. I can, I, that, that's what they're calling for. So uh, hopefully it will, you know, it will not it will not be a major problem for the morning commute. But again, like I said at the onset of this broadcast. Uh, for those of you who see this in archives, who listen to this in archives, if you don't have to travel Thursday morning, don't. Please stay home. And if you work from home, your commute's as easy as just getting out of your bed, going to the kitchen, getting your coffee, and sitting down at your at your computer. That's that's the that's the best commute of all. I want to thank Gunslinger, Mike from Louisiana. Flycatch, who showed up briefly over on DLive. And, of course, Cherokee Rose, who watched us on Periscope.tv. A quick reminder, starting in January, Firefox News Online will end its association and broadcasting on Periscope.tv because a few short months after that, It'll, it'll no longer be available anyway. And if, it, if you have to broadcast directly from Twitter, that this broadcast could get pretty much snuffed out. So we're going to have to end our association with Periscope come January. But that's in January. Right now, we're still there on Periscope, and we will be there until January uh, when... The new year starts. Uh, so again, my thanks to everybody for tuning in. Thanks to the caller from the 904 area code for being here. And of course, all of you watching and listening by archives. Remember, Firefox News Online's archive of this broadcast is also available on rumble.com. So be sure to check rumble.com. Slash Firefox slash the FFNOIBN. I think that's the right URL. I'll have to check just to be sure. But if it's not, look up Firefox News online on rumble.com. And there you will find archives and various other items uh, that we have that we co- that we have covered as well as archives of this broadcast. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is, from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. From our studios in the Hudson Valley, the Soldier Santa says, You are dismissed. Okay, and here's the outro.